Help keep Kinks and Beats Daily alive with a $4 monthly contribution and receive exclusive bonus episodes as our thank you to you. Visit herohabit.com slash shop for more details. Hello, hello. Welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. This is episode number 180. And today we're talking about kind of an obscure track that you may not have heard unless you are a diehard Kinks fan called I Gotta Go Now, which was released November 27th, 1964 as part of a four track EP titled Kink Size Session. The EP charted at number one in the UK. It was not released uh, in that fashion in the US, though. In America, the track appears on the LP called Kink Size which is a repackage of UK EPs, singles, and omitted album tracks just thrown together. In America, the EP wasn't really a popular product at that time. And I don't know that it ever really got as popular here as it uh, was uh, in England. But back then, it certainly wasn't even close. And so it was pretty common for British bands to have these collections released in America. If you look at the discographies for the Kinks and the Beatles, um, their American releases always outnumber their British ones. You know, we've talked about in America, they would take two songs off of the British album and um, reconfigure it with some of the singles that were not ever put on albums. And then by the time they had all these singles and these cut songs, you know, every couple of years, they'd have two or three extra albums. But the problem with this, I mean, you, you got some cool stuff out of it. But the main problem with this is that you end up with these albums that uh, are very disjointed. And you've got some great songs, like the A-sides, that weren't included on on albums. And then you've got some weak songs, like the obscure B-side or the fourth track on a four-track LP or EP. You know, So you've got a very wide range of quality. And then in some cases, you've got a wide range of eras. And we're talking, you know, the 1960s, and we're just talking about the Kinks and the Beatles here. But look at the evolution from record to record with both of these bands. And uh, you look at like the Hey Jude album. You know what? I'm going to pull it up the track list before I misspeak. But the Hey Jude album is uh, a great example of this. And I know we're not talking about the Beatles or... um, these hodgepodge albums, but we've got on the Hey Jude album, Can't Buy Me Love, which is from like 1964, maybe, I think, maybe 65. No, it was in Hard Day's Night, 1964. And then you've got Paperback Rider from 65, Rain from 66, Lady Madonna and Revolution from 68, um, and The Ballad of John and Yoko from 69. So this, this LP, not a greatest hits LP, although it is practically a greatest hits LP um, spans basically their entire career. And it's all stuff that was left off of albums or singles that, you know, weren't included on albums, things like that. Um, So back to the original point of this digression, we are less than four minutes into this podcast and I've already gone on a tangent. Um, In America, this song, I got to go now appeared on one of those, um, made for America hodgepodge albums. And like I said, it was called um, Kink's Size. 
because everything had to be a kink's pun in the early days of the band. Um, and, and another thing, usually these these albums, these American albums, were done without the band's involvement. So that even makes it a little bit worse because you know Ray Davies may not have wanted "I Got to Go Now" to be featured on a LP. Uh, King Size, while we're talking about it, was reissued several times over the years and wasn't officially deleted from the catalog until 1979. And it should not be confused with a Rhino release from 1988 with the same name and cover, but a different track listing. Although I Gotta Go Now does appear on that Rhino release as well. So whatever version of King's Size you have, you you have that uh, this song. Uh, the track was recorded September 24th, 1964, during a three-hour session beginning at 10 a.m. They were uh, in the middle of a tour, had a thousand things going, but they snuck in this one recording session. During that session, the Kinks also recorded All Day and All of the Night, which would be released as a single a month later. So Ray writes this song about a week ago. Okay, He writes All Day and All of the Night. Says he's going to go into the studio and record it right away. Uh, it's assumed that he writes I Gotta Go Now in about the same time frame. Uh, and All Day and All the Night comes out a month later. And I Gotta Go Now comes out two months later. So they are just cooking. This is a three-hour session and they recorded this obscure B-side and then one of their all-time greatest A-sides ever. Um, nowadays you can find this. It's usually a, a, a bonus track on the various reissues of the Kinks first album. Musically, there's not much here. The verse is just a modified 16 bar blues, much like Hoochie Coochie Man, which was a regular feature of the band's live set back then. Uh, and then the chorus mixes up those same chords. So there's really everything is a one, four, five chord. And then for the chorus, he just mixes up the order. But the verse is basically a 16-bar blues progression. And what that is, you've heard me talk about a 12-bar blues a few times, I think. Uh, what that is, is in a 12-bar blues, the first four bars typically in its most basic form, this is not always the rule, but in its most basic form, the first four bars are on the one chord. In a 16-bar blues, um, you add another four bars of the one chord. So you've got eight bars where the chord doesn't change. And then it goes to the four and then the five and the four and the one and all that. Um, Hoochie Coochie Man is a good example of that. The da-da-da-da-da. Um, that part is all on the one chord. And then when it gets to the, well, I'm a Hoochie Coochie Man, he's on the four. And then from there, it's it follows the same pattern as a 12-bar blues. So it's basically you're just adding four bars up front. And that's what uh, Ray's doing. On this little tune here, the um, the one hook out of the bridge uh, where Ray does deviate from the chord progression is he does a two six five turnaround. So that's you know, it's it's nice in this song. It's a diversion in this track, but even that's not particularly clever. Two six five is not totally unheard of. It's a cool groove. Um, Dave's doing a nice little blues guitar lick on top of mixed double time drumming. So when I'm talking about the 16 bar blues, I'm basing it on Dave's guitar playing. 
Because if you follow the timing of what Mick's playing on the drums, it actually feels like a 32 bar phrase because he's kind of double timing it. And it's a cool, it's a cool effect. But the that Dave guitar, that's just a straight ahead blues lick. And Ray's vocals are relaxed and quiet. And the whole mood of this track is basically the opposite of All Day and All of the Night, which, like I said, was done that same recording session. So this really paints a picture of the polar opposites that the Kinks could perform effectively in 1964. Um, Song is probably always destined to be an obscure B-side. It's not Ray's most inspired work. Uh, The lyrics are kind of weak. The recording sounds as if it was done in one or two takes. And there's little care given to the arrangement. I mean, the cleverest thing is is Avery's double-time drums. Had it been written even a year later, when the band was more prolific, um, it may not have been released at all. But that said, it is a cool little blues tune. We don't get a lot of blues tunes from uh, the Kinks, particularly as they get out of the earlier period of their work where they're, where they're incorporating a lot of covers and stuff. Once they get out of that 65, you know, 64, 65 period, we don't really hear them just jam on the blues very often, you know, maybe once per album. So this is, you know, one of those instances where you can see that at their core, they are a pretty solid little blues quartet. That's about it. I've actually talked more about this song than I thought I did. Well, half of it was, about compilation albums, but you still get the idea. Make sure you follow us um, on our new Twitter at Kinks and Beats. Uh, and you can also join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Kinks and Beats. And if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can give me a call at 925 494 1739 or email Kinks and Beats at herohabit.com. And speaking of herohabit.com, you can swing over there and get all the information you need. So if you forget how to contact me, just go to herohabit.com and you can find all the ways that you can get involved with the podcast. And I'm still looking for the songs that you have changed your opinion on as you've gotten older. Songs you hated as a kid and love now, or vice versa. I want to know what they are, why you changed your mind, how your mind was changed, all of that. Um, Please send me a voicemail with those songs. All right. I will talk to you later. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe wherever you're downloading these podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Take care of yourself. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by herohabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. Herohabit.com. Collect your heroes.